0: hey hi hello welcome back to the Hunter Hunter podcast a echo chamber offshoot of the HBO boys one of which is me I'm Ryan and this episode is 16 defeat and disgrace which is ominous. The summary of which goes like this. Gon continues hunting Hisaka, who runs into Mr. Oreo and Pika Pika. Pika Pika is able to talk Hisaka out of fighting them, but when Hisaka attacks another examinee, Gon sees his chance to take Hisaka's badge. We are back at the fourth phase of the 287th Hunter Exam, and I'm ready for more blood! But first, Patreon. Go over to patreon.com slash HBO Boys, Boys the Z, Give one or more dollars a month to get a bunch of bonus content that James and I put up there. We try for at least two to three hours of content every month for only one dollar. It's a gosh dang perfect, amazing deal. And based on how many people have signed up recently, which is none, this pitch always is super effective. Anywho, as we pour back into the episode, the ever-so-elegant narrator literally says something is about to happen, which I suppose isn't incorrect. The flies still be chilling around Gon as one flies upwards and brings his attention to Hisaka, gandering on over at an unsuspecting Mr. Oreo and Pika Pika. Gon, a little thrown off here, because he needs a distraction for his grabbing of Hisaka's badge plan, but also wasn't expecting said distraction to be his pal's. As he runs off after the murder clown. But as he runs, he thinks about the possibility that if he lets them start fighting, both of his friends could die. So, in that case, his strat will probably have to change, which is kind of him. What a kind boy! Honestly, I didn't mean to there, but that was like a 40% good impression of Hisaka. Pika Pika and Mr. Oryo are out looking for Ponzu as they come upon Hisaka leaning up against a tree. Like he didn't just run there full sprint. And lean up against it, trying to look cool for when they came into the clearing. Hasaka formally asks them for their badges, to which Pika Pika is like, you only need two points, you say? So we're not your target, right? Question And Hasaka is like, shut up. Are you going to give me your stuff or not? If not, I'll break all your bones and all your muscles. And Pika Pika is like, I-, I guess I'm going to continue to talk my way out of this and explain that they have four badges to their names while Gon walks up on the side, by the way, and hides behind a tree to listen in. Pika Pika continues to describe the tags that he has on him to Hisaka as a negotiation tactic, but neither are actually helpful to Hisaka because they're not his target. At this point, Pika Pika offers Hisaka the tag that has no meaning to him, but if that's still not enough, He challenges Hisaka to take the others by force, Pika at this point pulling out his hit and sticks, and Mr. Oreo pulling out a knife, which I guess is his thing, but it looks utterly ridiculous under the circumstances. The person he's hunting specifically has a hat full of killer bees, and he has a butterfly knife that he can do tricks with. That's different. A showdown then occurs with a long pause, followed quickly by Hisaka laughing to himself, which is a go-to bad guy move. Hasaka asks Pika Squared what his number is, and when told, Hasaka says he'll take the deal and take the badge worth a single point, which Pika then leaves in a tree and then backs away. All of this, surprising. Hasaka notes that Mr. Oreo and Pika Pika have grown in the last few days, but are to him still unripe fruit, and that's a direct quote, Gon exhales after what seems like days and thinks over what to do now. It's possible the next person Hisaka finds will also not want to fight him, which would really put a wrench in Gon's plan. At this point, we cut back to Hisaka, who then crushes a butterfly in his hand, which, while they are gross bugs and I hate them, still is not cool. And then, oh shit, it turns out that the butterfly, when crushed, turns into like 20 butterflies. This world is weird. It's a weird one. It is at this moment that Hisaka starts doing some very low-key and while calm, kind of turning Super Saiyan-type shit, while he emanates enough energy where the world around him is like, no thank you. This energy turns out to be his bloodlust manifested physically, which is intense. Gon moves ahead of the now-murdered drunk Hisaka— as he takes off towards a target that he's definitely going to murder, even if they try to give up. Gon's trying to move in front of Hisaka because Hisaka's like doing this hunched over walk, bloodlusty thing. So Gon's a running to find the person who Hisaka's about to murder first and then like get in the middle of them and decide where they're going to meet up. And then he's going to hide, be a real snakey, to find the target. Gon jumps with ease to the top of a gigantic tree and spots the fencer Aegon, who's about to get smoked and rolled. Gon runs and hides next to the spot where they will intersect and waits for the opportunity to strike. Gon notices Aegon's footsteps are loud and noticeable, while Hisaka's are basically non-existent. And Gon begins to like meditate, or whatever you'd like to call it, and tries to hide his heartbeat and his general vibes. So Hisaka doesn't walk by him, turn to him and be like, oh, cool. I have bloodlust, and you're next. But no worries, Hisaka has some goddamn crazy eyes and runs full speed at Aegon when he sees him. And Aegon pulls out his sword, and Hisaka pulls out his playing cards as Gon gets ready to pounce, which is like a weird, veiled Mexican standoff. And you know, I'm actually thinking back now, making fun of Mr. Oreo and his little stupid knife, compared to Ponzu's killer bee hat, and how those are different. They are but I just said Hisaka has a card in his hand, and Aegon has a sword, and we know who's about to win this fight, the card dude. So I suppose if you're really dope with the little tiny knife, then it doesn't matter. I suppose I'm just basing my feelings on the subject on Mr. Oreos socks, And that's it. Anywho, Hisaka straight cuts Aegon in half, but... Gon, with the perfect throw at the time, gets Hisaka's badge in the process with his lure. Fishing is cool! As it turns out, though, Goretta has been following him this entire time and shoots Gon with a paralytic dart as Gon runs away with Hisaka's stolen badge. Goretta says his accuracy, gones that is, is cunning and admirable, but... He forgot during all of this to watch his own back, which I suppose can't be held against him. He's a tiny child. A -er butterfly lands on Gon's hand while he is paralyzed on the ground. And then it flies upward into a spider's nest as Goretta falls dead in front of him. So it was a metaphor. Hisaka, who killed Goretta, it seems says to Gon that he was surprised by his badge being taken, his badge-taking abilities, and he admires Gon's skills with a Z, and drops the two badges that Goretta stole from Gon in front of him while saying that the dart usually takes 10 days to recover, but there's three days left, and he's sure Gon's bod will figure it out. Plus, Greta, who was Hisaka's target all this time, so this all worked out for him pretty well. Hisaka then says that Gon owes him one and starts to walk away like a cool guy, but then Gon stands up. Jesus, the boy is strong. He says he doesn't owe Hisaka shit and take the badge back and Sokka's like, nah. And punches Gon straight in the face while saying that he's going to keep him alive for as long as it suits him. Which is neat. Bad guy. Shit. As the night descends upon the world, Gon sits in a tree, like inside one, stewing over his recent loss while a butterfly lands on his hand. And I desperately wanted Gon to squish it. Not only because I hate bugs, but I wanted him to squish it like Hisaka did. You know, he wouldn't know that squishing a butterfly makes it just turn into 20. He would assume it causes death, as most would. But also it would show another side of Gon, a rage-filled Gon whose internal morality scale can be tipped in either direction based on how he's feeling. But nah, he's just big mad. He doesn't squish a bug, so... He is still, I suppose, generally good, even when he mead. And then a while later, gone was knocked out by Hisaka's punch and realized he was helpless in the face of such power. But now that he's alone, what's our boy thinking about? Probably that he's mead. Okay, thanks, bye. So yeah, end of the episode. Another pretty good one. Death occurred. So whenever that happens, it's good for me. I enjoy it. On-screen death that has nothing to do with me. I think every now and again, I'm going to start doing this next part, which is the Apple iTunes review that someone should go do. And if multiple people do it at the same time with the same exact words, I think it will be even better received. Five stars, of course. I don't need this four-star review with what I'm about to say. But the words you should write are, James's nips look like little buttons. I- I'm going to see if I just like tell y'all what the Apple review should be if you'll actually do it. Based on the amount of online conversation that this podcast produces, which is none, (laughs) I doubt it will happen. But, you know, you got to try. Anywho, thanks again for chilling with me for HXH16. I am going to go outside and continue shoveling now because of... This is an apocalypse that happened. I live in an igloo against my will. Here's a neat song, K okay, bye. <laughs>